What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here with the other half, Mr. Austin Rawlson, buddy Austin. My homie, how are you? Um, I was great until you brought these abominations into my house. I know, man. I ran into them doing Easter shopping last minute, by the way. And I found the original, like, peeps, the ones that we've tried that are, nah, they're not great. But we had done an episode prior, almost a year ago, actually, discussing the possibilities of buying these offline, the flavored ones. Because you can't find them at stores. I found them, and I was like, dude, we're doing this. We're going to test all these out. We have peeps flavored, fruit punch, sour watermelon, chocolate pudding, party cake, and then cotton candy. So how we're going to do this is we're going to try them fried, like fucking scorched, and then we're going to try them regularly without anything done to them. We'll see how it goes. I'm really not looking forward to this, to be honest. I would just like to say we're going to st- we're gonna save the... I The only one I think has a possibility of being good is the cotton candy. So I'm voting we leave that one for very last. Yeah, we'll try that. Maybe we should try the shit ones first. Yeah, I think we do this <laughs> chocolate pudding good because... Out of all of them, after we toasted them... That looks like shit. Only one of them... It, it, you know the loaves from Outback Steakhouse and Cheesecake Factory? Yeah. It looks like a loaf of Cheesecake Factory bread after it we does. toasted it. It looks pretty disgusting. It got like a split in the middle, and it like toasted on the top, and it yeah. just melted into a pool of... It looks like it's full of pudding. That one looks gross. The watermelon one looks gross. This one looks terrible. The fruit oh, punch. the fruit punch one didn't... Didn't swell up at all. It just flattened out and got barely any color. Ugh. I was like about to burn the other ones just trying to get yeah. color on the red one. All right, so chocolate pudding first. Yeah, let's see. All right, so we're doing this. I think we do untoasted first. Untoasted first. All right, here we go. This is the chocolate pudding. Well, it tastes like a regular peep. It tastes exactly like a normal peep. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, that was like, anticlimactic. Um. But yeah. Hope. There's the pudding taste. Like okay. Aftertaste. As a weird aftertaste. Yeah. It's like chalk. Yeah. It tastes like. You know how you bought you go, when you were a kid, you'd go to the grocery store and you couldn't afford the dollar chocolate bar, but they had those cheap fake chocolate um, yeah. sticks. That's what that little is. Little candy coated things with like ch- um, fake chocolate in the middle. Yeah, those are disgusting. Yeah, it tastes exactly like eating a melted down one of those. Peeps are definitely, in my opinion, a poor people thing. <laughs> I've got to be, dude, because I've never met any middle class people that actually have heard of these. I'm like, all right, okay, so that one, uh, it tastes pretty similar to. Regular. I think it's an exactly a normal peep, and I, I can't stand like normal non toasted marshmallows. Yeah. That one's all right. I guess we'll put that at like a, yeah, I guess on a scale of like one to five, I'll give it like a three. <laughs> it's not great, but. Yeah, it's getting a two. I was going to say, it's not like terrible, but it's not great either. What should we try next? Uh, we should do the the toasted version. Yeah, let's do toasted. I'm just going to peel a hunk off of here, off the aluminum foil. Whoa. That is a- 800 times better. Mm-hmm. To- just like any marshmallow is. Yeah, that tastes like a chocolate chip cookie. It tastes more like a lot more like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Much better toasted. That becomes a five. Easy, no problem. I could I could eat two of those. Yeah, that's much better toasted. Um, 
So, if you get a chocolate peat, 100%, toast it, and be prepared to be completely underwhelmed. Yeah, because it's different than... Ah, oh, god damn it. <laughs> I got chocolate shit on me. Hold on. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's not... It's not great. I've had much better chocolate marshmallows before in the past. But mm. we're, we have them laid out on the table, so we'll just go in this like, counterclockwise way. Which means we're about to do the... I think it's going to be the worst one. The fruit punch. It's going to... It's <laughs> fruit punch... There's no, like, brand of Fruit Punch on here, so it's... That's disgusting. Just, like, random... Just Fruit Punch. Like, just Hawaiian Punch. All right, here we go. And, by the way, it smells like absolute... (laughs) (laughs) Tastes like shit. Oh, only finish it. No! It literally tastes like Hawaiian Punch. Yeah. Somebody put marshmallows in it. (laughs) That was disgusting. Um, you. Hold on, get my breath back. It tastes like. It tastes like Tampico. Yeah, that you've left out for weight. That you left out. Of the refrigerator. No, that's disgusting. Um, Ironically, though, I think I could eat more of those in the chocolate woods. Yeah, because they do have a candy-like feel to them. That tasted like a gummy worm in a sense. That was, I think that was slightly better than the chocolate pudding would. It was funky for me. It freaking punches you in the face right when you put yeah. it in. No, I'm going to give it like a two. That was, uh, that was interesting. It's not great, but it's not that bad. Now, this is where I think we went severely wrong. The fucking, We yeah. toasted it. Oh, God. Oh, no. We just fucked around. Now we're going to find out. Oh, God, it's all over my finger. Fuck Oh, shoot. Mm. It tastes good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that tastes good. <laughs> so, Not bad. so far the lesson is, ooh, get you a little bit at the end. Yeah, it's a sour, sour taste. So, the lesson we're learning right now is that toast your peeps, yeah. no matter what flavor they are. Mm. Um, again, toasted much better than regular. Well, I wouldn't go buy them. Yeah. Tony currently has a little string of pink on, right on his chin. Oh, really? Yeah, right here. (laughs) I got it. Hey, look. (laughs) Okay, so this is the, uh, well, the smaller or the bigger one. (laughs) Whatever, it doesn't matter to me. (laughs) This is the sour watermelon. Oh, God. (laughs) That's disgusting. I hate watermelon flavored anything. It's gross. Yeah, it tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Yeah, a Jolly Rancher with fucking marshmallow. <laughs> oh. I don't know if I want to toast it more. It's not as horrible as I thought it was going to be, but that's a one. That's gross. I would never buy that. Yeah, that's disgusting. No, that's a that's a punishment. That's to give us some pay, dude. <laughs> All right, let's try this. For Toasted those version. of you who can't see this, son of a bitch, the peep was green. It then <laughs> inflated and had little pink zits all over its body. <clears throat> that's worse. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Oh God! It's <laughs> gross, dude. Oh no! Oh. 
That was worse. Ugh. That's disgusting, man. Oh, it's got a hook. Yeah, it's got like a really candy-like taste to it. And this is not a candy. That's just... Oh, and at the end of it... It's got just horrendous... That one is for sure a zero. <laughs> Dear God. Okay, so it's a... I have a one out of five. That's a fucking one. That gets a one. Zero, zero questions about it. This one I'm interested in trying. Party cake. Let's okay. let's see. Oh, I got sticky shit. Party cake. Oh, that made my stomach churn. Yeah, dude, my throat's not happy with me. <laughs> All right. Dear God. Party cake. This is non-toasted. Well, that tastes like a regular peep, too. It tastes like nothing. Mm. It tastes like I pulled up a uh, mega stuffed Oreo or um, marshmallow out of a bag, shot a straight marshmallow. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. Ironically, because it tastes just like a normal marshmallow, doesn't taste like anything else. It might be the best one so far. Yeah, I'm gonna say that one's for sure, like a three or a four. None of these are getting five. Here we go. This is it, right? That is it in the middle. Oh, come on, there we go. <sighs> I'm expecting this to just be toasted marshmallow. Mmm. It is. It's all it is. Toasted marshmallow. Yeah. Four out of five. Yeah, that's four. But just buy marshmallows at that point. Yeah. Save yourself some money and just buy some marshmallows. Yeah, because that's... See, that's better, yeah. Toasted. These ones suck so far. I <laughs> <laughs> And here we go. The, the one that one. I, the one, only one that I have faith in. Cotton candy flavor. I love Dairy Queen's cotton candy blizzard. I like Dairy Queen, period, man. Like this shit. smells like a Dairy Queen blizzard. All right, here we go. Again, like nothing. Nothing. It's just a marshmallow. Hmm. Well, it smells like cotton candy. Um, no, it just tastes like a marshmallow. Yeah, very disappointing. There's no flavor there. Now let's see how the toasted version is. Oh, man, I'm really not looking forward to that color. <laughs> see, now that's good. Huh. Yeah, it's much better. You take it, and you're like, oh, it's just toasted marshmallow again. Yeah. But at so. the very end, you can barely, it barely just tickles the back of your throat. Yeah. See, I'm about to get another piece. It's pretty good. Hmm. Um, so that one's like at least a four or five, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think it is the best one. Hmm. The cotton candy one is. The party cake, second. I'm going to say the chocolate pudding was better than the fruit punch and the sour watermelon. I don't think it was better than the fruit punch. I think the fruit punch is better than the chocolate pudding. Oh, God. The, the sour watermelon's hands down the worst. The sour, sour watermelon was the worst. So I'm saying cotton candy, party cake, fruit punch, chocolate pudding, sour watermelon. And whatever you do, for the love of God, do not toast a sour watermelon oh, peat. Yeah, that was disgusting. I almost puked. But we liked to uh, thank everyone for... Letting us do this part of the segment just because this was kind of in honor of really Easter as well as um, going back on our episode where we talked about trying weird shit like this because 
Well, what we were looking at like Mike and Ike's that were flavored. Different. What you oh, feel? God. <laughs> do not drink a Mr. Pib after, after eating you had the mar- some marshmallows. Yeah, dude. It tastes funky. But in other words, happy Easter, people. Otherwise, let's move on to the next part of the show. You know what? This isn't all the flavors. There's another one. It's root beer. Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't grab I it. I can guarantee you with absolute certainty that would be the worst one. Yeah, I was like sitting there looking at it like, nah. We there are few things in life worse than bad root beer. And ready? Controversial topic. A&W is trash root beer. I like it in comparison to Mug. Is that what it's called? Mug or Mud or whatever? The yeah, Mug like, with, the, with the, the Bulldog. The Bulldog, that's the grossest fucking root beer I've ever had in my life. Barks is okay, too. I don't mind Barks. Barks is my favorite of the mass-produced major brands. I think my favorite, it's the one you showed me. Uh, we got it at King Supers. came in the glass bottle. What the hell is the name of it? Uh, from King Supers? Yeah, you went on like a mission for it. Boylan? Yeah. Yeah, Boylan's is really good. Um, my favorite is called American. Have ever had it? No. Do you got it? I got one. Let's try it. I want to try it. Well, shit, while you're doing that, I'm going to make a special little announcement. <clears throat> um, I'm still uh, working on the uh, Grave Shift podcast. Um, if you like... Oh, God, my refrigerator smells like eggs. <laughs> I hard-boiled a bunch of eggs and didn't put them in a Ziploc bag yet. And now it stinks. The whole thing smells like eggs. <laughs> But uh, <clears throat> I'm still working on that. If you guys listened to the last episode of that, you'll know that things are kind of going along slowly but smoothly. Otherwise, definitely pay attention. You can find that on the website at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, that's called Great Girth Presents Grave Shift. Um, I actually have two more podcasts that are in the making for you guys that you will also find on our website. One is going to be called... Oh, wait. Hold on. Pause. Here we go. Americana. Root beer, handcrafted, delicious vintage. Ooh, and it's made with pure cane sugar. Now, when something is made with cane sugar, it's downright going to be the best. Cane sugar is amazing, dude. The Coke that has it, oh my God. Yeah, the Americana brand of root beer and cream soda are both my favorite. Yeah, see, that's a real root beer right there. That is great. They have a, um, they have a coconut cream soda. And it tastes exactly like coconut cream pie. Huh. In a bottle. It's so good. Oh, my nose is so runny. Man, I haven't had a coconut. I'm about to try that coconut cream soda you said. Yeah, it's so great. Hmm. Damn, that's delicious. Austin always has interesting soda pops around the house. And it always gets me interested. Oh, speaking of soda pop. I went to Northfield yesterday, and I saw they had a Rocket Fizz Rocket Fizz, it's where I get everything. That's awesome. I was like, whoa, dude. I thought they were only in downtown. I was like, that's fucking... Nope. They got a Rocket Fizz right there, and that is where I buy all of my soda pops at. Yeah, see, that's awesome. I love um, Rocket Fizz's soda. Even the ones that you know are going to suck, and you try it. It's just the experience. Well, I love I love Rocket Fizz. They have a loyalty program. Buy eight soda pops, get a soda pop free. Yeah. It's like a punch card. I love it. It's awesome. Dude, that's not bad. Oh, yeah. Before I close that bit up. Um, like I was saying, Great Girth Presents Grave Shift is still rolling along, so keep an eye out for that. Well, we got two more coming your way. Uh, one, the name is undecided. It's going to be me and a guest we had on the show, Duke Rabel. It's 
basically going to be similar to like Ben Shapiro's The Search and Seinfeld's uh, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. We're going to record ourselves at like a coffee shop talking about important shit, <laughs> like just different stuff. But we're thinking about calling it um, Talking 30. We're not sure, but because of the fact that we're 30, we're going to be talking about getting old and how we're changing as the world changes and blah, blah. So when that's up, I'll let you guys know. That's Again, that's in the works. This other one is also in the works, but it has a little bit more progress of being released sooner rather than later. Um, it's going to be another solo podcast by me talking about weird shit. Uh, I, right now, the working title for it is... Um, in the mouth of whackness, uh, we're just going to be talking about like acid trips and drugs and everything not not at all in correlation to the show. <laughs> it's very different. But those were some announcements I was excited to share with you guys because we're really trying to pick up on making this more than just one podcast. We want to make this like a, maybe kind of like a Spotify in a sense. Like we want to have multiple shows. So that being said, if you're someone out there that is an amateur podcast podcaster and you want a platform you want a place where you can do advertising just talk to us like even if you think that you're i don't know not great not getting views whatever you should definitely reach out to me in austin because yeah, no group is too small right we're really trying to expand and build so without further ado getting away from the business aspect of things i think we should talk about something extremely important Easter. Let's fucking talk about Easter. Somebody said to me today, and you know, a friend was like, have you noticed that on Christmas and Easter, a lot of crazy people are quiet on Facebook? <laughs> like, they don't say anything at all. And I was like, yeah, I know. They talk shit every day, but not on the days that it's about Christ or, you know, in relation. But I think we're kind of getting lost in translation on what Easter really is. We yeah. have been for so long with the candy the easter baskets the creepy child molester bunny <laughs> what is easter to you is it really a holiday we're celebrating does it mean something to you i mean where does it stand with you because at this point to me it's really just a overblown holiday because every day you should be saying yes he is risen but again that's when you're a christian that's something for you know i don't know where you stand with it in particular but that's Something for me, that's what that is. But every day you should be saying that as opposed to just one day. To me, it's really just an overblown holiday. But what is Easter to you? Um, I, I honestly, Easter's never been that big of a thing for my family. Yeah. Good time to go to church. Usually you have a breakfast at church and then we come home and treat it like any other day. Right. Um, it's like a national religion recognition day or something. <laughs> There, there are people who like go crazy with like giant Easter egg hunts and all kinds of stuff like that. But I, I, I've never done it. Just um, not into it. Maybe when my kids are real little, I'll do that. But honestly, it feels it feels like uh the way I'm I, the way I think I'm going to treat it when I'm older and I have kids is <clears throat> an excuse to just get a bunch of family together and eat way too much food. Yeah, essentially that's what it which is. Which is just treat it like a second thanksgiving yeah because my thing is man is i don't like the easter candy i don't like a lot of the easter traditions the ham and stuff like that it's like you know we went to my mom's today and we had hot wings and french fries hell yeah it was delicious i was like dude absolutely it was weird because it's easter but we looked at it like why do we 
celebrate the way we do, and we could just be having a good time. Next next year we'll do deep fried pizza rolls and. <sighs> <laughs> See, I actually liked those. They weren't, like, as great as we thought they were going to be. Yeah, we thought they were going to be transcendental. Right. But then, as the night went on, I was taking them and I was dipping them in that little sauce you cooked them in. Dude, it was amazing. Like, <laughs> when you left, I still had a ton of them and I was eating them all fucking night. Like, they turned out great. They just weren't, like, what we thought it would be. I don't know what the thing was. I think they they opened up, right? And then they got hard. Some of them opened up, yeah. That's what it was, Yeah. Mm. I think if you, I think if you use like my air fryer or my convection oven or something, yeah. I think it would be better. Um, or ch- I think if we baked them and still toss them in that sauce, I think it still yeah tastes real awesome. Yeah, we gotta do something like that, especially for Easter. Because <laughs> Easter, yeah, to me, it's like a. I don't know. As I get older, I don't care as much for holidays anymore. Yeah. But I I do have one Easter ritual I do every year. What? Deviled eggs. I don't like deviled eggs at all. I I like deviled eggs on Easter. Chanel loves them on Thanksgiving every freaking day of the year, dude. I just, I don't know, man. I just like fry, I just like hard-boiled eggs. Have you ever seen, oh, I love hard-boiled eggs. They're amazing, yeah. Cut them in half, put salt, pepper, boom. Just don't put them in your refrigerator without putting them in a bag. Your whole refrigerator smells like... Yeah. You'll go in there to go get a Coke later and be like, help. It's an egg Coke. <laughs> no, people think I'm crazy, dude, but 7-Eleven sells hard-boiled eggs, and they're pretty good. I can't do that. Well, they charge like $2 for two eggs. Well, yeah, they do. And they're small. It's, they're it's not. ridiculous. Like my dad being on a farm and shit, he gives us eggs, and these are massive fucking eggs, dude. We boil them. I get them. They're like that big, man. It's, I love. Well, see, the thing is, I love eggs, but I hate scrambled eggs. I'm not a fan of it, dude. Like, you ever had scrambled egg casserole? Uh. Uh-uh. Where it's jet, you just scramble, you just beat a bunch of eggs and pour them in a pan and slow bake them, and they oh, slowly shit. like puff up and you grate cheddar cheese inside of them. I like yolk in the middle for sure, but here's where I'm a hypocrite. So I don't like scrambled, but. I poke at that yolk and then I chop that shit up as if it was. Scrambled. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of the useless. No, it's a different. It's it's di- it's, it's a different the, taste, ju- the yolk tastes different when it's not cooked all the way. Yeah, like uh, I took Chanel to this restaurant that's in the building I work at. It's called Syrup. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, right. Like, not that one, but it, it's one. it's good. But in my opinion, it's an overpriced Denny's. Their food is great, but it's not all that it's talked up. Oh, to it's me. better than Denny's though. It's it's good. I would. It's a one and done thing for me. But I'm not gonna lie. I've been eating it a lot because there is one meal they have in particular that has to do with eggs. It's called the El Ranchero. Literally, you got two flour tortillas with chorizo in it, and then tater tots or chopped potatoes. Whatever you're, you know, I always get tater tots. On top of that, two poached eggs. I don't know why they do it like that. Two big ass poached eggs, cut them, stir that shit together, and then you douse it in green chili. Yeah, so fucking good, dude. I've been eating it. That's like fifteen bucks every day, probably. Like I could make that shit for like five bucks, but man, it's so good. And especially like you know, I had a coworker ask, "Why do you like the yolk of the egg?" I don't understand that. And I was like, "Dude, breakfast fruit it just hits different when the yolk isn't cooked, especially when there's green chili involved." Yeah, so good. Yeah, I just never like scrambled eggs, man. I don't know what it is. But Chanel loves deviled eggs, well, man. Well, the issue is is a lot of people that don't like scrambled eggs have never had good scrambled eggs. 
Yeah, I they mean, have, that their mom just mixes two eggs together, puts a little water in, yeah. puts salt in right at the beginning, puts them in a pan, and waits till they set up on the bottom and scrapes the bottom of the pan. Yep, and then goes, here you go, and you chop it up. There you go. Up. And it's all, it's all like gummy and hard. And, and when it's cold, it's like you got to eat it fresh. Yeah. Dude. And I'm not one, like, I don't know why people do this, but they put ketchup in their scrambled eggs. Oh, God. That's disgusting. Yeah, what I'll, I'll have to make you scrambled eggs one time, like real good. Yeah. Like high quality scrambled eggs where you cube butter up. Shoot, I'm down, dude, because you know me, I hate sushi, but when you made that sushi, fuck, dude, that was delicious. <laughs> or like, this dude knows I don't like tacos that much either, but he makes like street style tacos. Miniature, like, oh my god, they're fucking delicious. I remember you came over, we had like a platter of them, dude, a tower. Yeah, I made birria tacos with um, consomme. I, I don't brag about my food. I make damn good birria tacos. That's all I'm saying. No, you make good food. I make better. You make shit that I would never even eat. And I'm like, I, okay, that's good. I make better birria tacos than I will bet most taco shops in the state. My favorite meal that you've made thus far was the uh, the biscuits and gravy. But you did it with like a, they were like chopped up ham or something like that. Yeah, that it's, it's so bacon. Good. Yeah. That's an old trick my... Um, Mom taught me. One good thing my mom did for me. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else she did was good, but taught me how to make good biscuits and gravy. Oh, I am never buying canned or making homemade biscuits ever again. What do you mean, like the Doughboy, Pillsbury fucking biscuits? Why? Those are good. I found that Pillsbury makes frozen biscuits. And they are better than in the can, and they are not as good as homemade, but they're so much easier. I'm never making homemade biscuits again. Never. I was say, Pillsbury is the shit, man. I love their shit. Yeah, they come in a blue bag. I've got them in my freezer right now. They are phenomenal. Just pour some, like, biscuits and gravy on that shit. You can even use them for, like, eggs and shit. Like, Oh, yeah. I use them. I, I make them. And then I put... I have these little egg rounds that make perfectly circular egg patties. Mm-hmm. So I do that. Do a sausage patty. Yeah. Make the biscuit. Add cheese and make little sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit sandwiches for breakfast in the morning before I go to work. Oh, sounds so good. You're making me hungry. <laughs> the day. Like, that sounds fucking good, dude. Because, like, I'm a whore when it comes to breakfast sandwiches. So, as a tradition, for breakfast every year, my dad made something for me. Because, A, this is a poor people thing. And my dad was dirt poor when I was growing up because he just, he didn't have a lot of money. Like, he had a lot of money when he was a cop, but he retired from that just due to different things. And from that point forward, he was basically an entrepreneur until he, like, found the job he's working at now. But he never really had money, and so this was, like, what he could do for us. But to me, it was, like, the best thing ever. It was literally just two pieces of toast, an egg, sunny side up, dude, bacon, sliced cheese, some ham, cut that shit in half. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. It was amazing. I love breakfast sandwiches, dude. so great. They're the best. I'm not a big fan of, like, sausage patties, per se, but if you chop them up, tortilla with some chili and... No, I love a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. I think there's few things better than sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. There is one thing that's better than sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. Mm. Sausage, egg, and cheese breakfast burrito. You know what? I wish we could make homemade. I don't know if it's possible, though. The fucking... I mean, it might be, because you're resourceful. The hot and spicy McGriddle... Oh, yeah. Dude, I want to home make that shit because that is good. It sounded shitty, but I ate it. I'm like, bro, just like chicken waffles, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Not too difficult. Mm. Oh, 
ladies and gentlemen, be ready and watch for the episode because the Great Girth Boys are headed to Castle Rock soon, or to yeah. Colorado Springs soon. Do it for Whataburger. To go to Whataburger. I'm We're so gonna excited. go in the morning so we can get there around like ten thirty. Yeah. Ten o'clock, ten thirty, so that we can eat breakfast there. And then have lunch. Kill time and then eat yeah. lunch. Dude, that's smart. Like Chanel's never had it. I'm excited to share that experience with her because everyone knows that it's more of a it's more of like a what would you call it? Like a the center of America because California always had the in and out. When we went to Texas, they had the Whataburger, and it was everywhere. Yeah. It was like McDonald's yeah, out there. Yeah, Whataburger is McDonald's in Texas. And it's amazing, man. It's hands down the best burger I've ever had in my life. Best fast food hamburger, easy. Yeah, it's it's amazing, man. I can't wait to go try it. But Whataburger, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but a, I've got a bone to pick with you. You finally bring a Whataburger close to me. I'm be. so excited. I... Get to Texas last a few like, last week, and you discontinued my favorite cheeseburger. Oh fuck! I'm pissed. The mushroom Swiss burger with that like oh, a shoe good. is yeah. so good. It's the it's my favorite cheeseburger at any fast food restaurant ever. And I went to order it the day before I left, and they go, "Oh yeah, we discontinued it." <sighs> oh, I'd be so mad. You know, I hate Taco Bell, but I love the French fries that they make. The nacho fries? Yeah, and like they do them very like limited, right? Did you see they brought Fiesta potatoes back? Mm-hmm. Those are good, too. Like, there are some things I do like. You know, I mean, call me weird. This is basically just a burrito with meat, but I like the crunch wrap without the supreme. Get rid of the sour cream, the lettuce, and the tomato. Yeah. You got just a tortilla with a taco shell in it. And just meat. Like, and, and it's got nacho cheese in it, I think. Yeah, it's good, dude. And Chanel like, looks at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, dude, that <laughs> Supreme shit's got to go. Every time I go, I get one of those. I do. They have that um, box. Yeah, the $5 box. Yeah, but in the app, you can build your own $5 box. Oh, you can now. Holy shit. Yeah. So I always get the Gordita Supreme. I get a Doritos Loco t- Taco. Those are good. Chips and um, nacho cheese and a drink for five bucks. They used to have something too that I loved. It was the um, the Frito burrito, whatever. It had like the rice and the Frito spicy no, chips in it. The Fritos burrito sucked. What? I, I that, hated dude. that thing. Two dollar burrito. My favorite. I don't know if they have it anymore, but it was called the loaded potato griller. Yeah, they got that now. It's back. <sighs> that was good. I like that. The um the reason Taco Bell to stop doing the Frito. Um, burritos because they lost their partnership with Fritos. That makes sense. Fritos now partners with Sonic, and they have a Frito and chili cheese uh, chili cheese Frito burrito. I might try that actually. at Sonic because I love Sonic and I like Fritos and chili, so I might have to try that. It is the smallest thing I've ever received at a fast food restaurant. <laughs> he opened up a box and he's like, "It was this big. It was a spoonful. What the fuck, dude? I was so pissed." Sonic has some amazing. Freaking boneless wings, though. They're boneless, like it's chicken strips, basically boneless bites. Oh, they're just chicken nuggets. Yeah, it's so good, though. It's like, man, it's spicy as hell, too. You see Arby's is now selling boneless chicken. They're good. They are good? I've had them. They're really, they're hot. I'm not going to lie to you, they're really hot. The the buffalo sauce at Arby's is spicy. Right, and I didn't think it was going to be that hot, and I was like, I don't need a soda, I'll be good. We're just going down the street, going home, and I ate one, and I was like, (laughs) (sighs) uncomfortable. Like, it was, it took me a while to eat it, because it was so damn hot. But that's the best kind of hot, in my opinion, is when it's so unbearable. <laughs> Dude, speaking of fucking 
food. This is a funny story I couldn't wait to tell. Chanel, in her line of work, got a book. It's basically a pill Bible. It tells you every medicine ever made, the effects, what it does, bad, good. Okay, yeah. I was reading through it, and I was looking up all my medications, and I was like, okay, I need to stop taking this medication. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually proud to announce, probably not the smartest thing in the world, for a whole week now, I have stopped taking my allopurinol for my gout, and I've tried to figure out, how do I work around that? Because that stuff's killing me. It's fucking up my liver. That's All these pills I was reading have an effect on liver. I'm like, God, I got fatty liver, so that's not helping. There are many ways to maintain gout without medicine. One of the key ones I've learned is a lot of vitamin C. Yeah. So last night, for the first time in a year, I had a beer. I was like, you know, we went to a comedy show. I'll try one, whatever. Well, midway through drinking it, I started getting a flare-up in my foot. I was like, yeah, I need that medicine. But I was like, you know, I'll, I'll check out um, whatever, which is like a lot of water, vitamin C, black coffee. Had a cup of coffee that night. Woke up, cup of coffee, orange juice, a lot of it. Dude, it went away. It was like magic. I was like, man, I got to really maintain my health. Broccoli has a ton of vitamin C, too. Mm-hmm. So that's what, It's like just eat healthy, basically. It was like try to avoid a lot of sugar. Avoid stuff that's uh, like game, you know, like a red meat. Right. Pork's not too bad. They say the best thing you could do is turkey. Like turkey sausage, turkey. Oh, God. It's interesting. I've been doing it for years just to try to be healthier. It really don't taste any different, but the reason I like ground beef is because I like that fucking grease, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I stopped taking the alopurinol. I stopped taking my depression medicine because I was looking at it. I'm like, you know, this medicine I've been a lot worse on in the last year. And it does something to me that I couldn't figure it out until I read that book. Hand tremors. Remember, I was telling you for a while, I was freaking out because I was shaking a lot and right. shit. I've been off of it for a week. I'm like barely shaking now. It's like, holy shit. And I don't really feel any different. I'm not like as moody. I've noticed that. I may have to just get a whole new one because my issue is with depression medicine. If you have depression, you need to be medicated of some sort. Yeah, you can maintain it. But the truth is with the chemical imbalance, it's just impossible to maintain without. The only thing I kept taking was my blood pressure medicine because that's something that's going to, I'll have to worry about that when I'm healthier. But I also stopped taking my Ambien. I now take melatonin. I now fucking meditate. Not really. I mean, what I do is I close my eyes and I shut my brain off. And I think about stuff like taking a small rake through like a, what do you call that? Like a a sand garden or whatever. (laughs) Dude, that shit really makes me tired just thinking about it. I just imagine Tony said it's been, um... (laughs) <laughs> you know what I almost thought about doing? Bung. Getting a subscription to the Calm app. Till I saw those fuckers wanted like 200 a year. I was like, Jesus Christ. No, just to hear a celebrity talk smoothly. Yeah, what I do to go to sleep, they have these Reddit episodes on YouTube. And it's yeah. just some dude just reading Reddit stories. Yeah, it makes Zogs me out. Yeah, or like, I fall asleep looking at weird shit too, like a claymation, like how they do stuff with clay like they cut it up and they just it's like really soothing or i know how dumb this sounds watching somebody wash a window with a big ass fucking brush just, <laughs> i'll be like <sighs> i've noticed a big difference though my liver has actually shrunk a bit which is nice drinking more vitamin c substances like orange juice uh, i get those like sugar-free drinks that vitamin c elderberry yeah. and all that 
more water, still a lot of coffee, but it's black. The problem is it's caffeinated, so that doesn't help much. But they do make those vitamin C supplements where it's just a giant bottle of Yeah. And that's yeah, kind of what I'm looking at because I've noticed those help me with all my issues. The only issue I'm facing right now is a pain. I get a lot of joint pain because gout is essentially arthritis. Right. And every now and then I'll get like an arthritis flare-up, but it'll go away because it's not... Basically, it's not built up uric acid. That's why gout happens the way it does because you get uric acid built up from eating meat and stuff like that. I don't do a lot of that stuff, but it takes just a little bit for me to realize that it's building up so that's when i have to start drinking more water and yada yada so easier to maintain but now i'm like i'm bored (laughs) i think that medicine kind of mellowed me out the ambient definitely helped me sleep but i read in that book it's like you should not take it if you have sleep apnea so my dumbass doctor gave me ambient and put me on a cpap machine (laughs) i'm basically sedated i have no choice i can't breathe Yeah, and it's like, you should not take this medication if you have sleep apnea and an art on a fucking a medical machine. I was like, oh, dude. Yeah, I'm, like, tranquilized. Like, I probably ain't breathing for shit. <laughs> Ambient messes you up, dude. That shit was making me feel hungover when I'd wake up. I'd have a headache. I hated it. But I'm feeling a whole lot better now, which... Good. I'm happier. I'm actually even considering a... I don't know, though, man. It's There's not a lot of science behind the accuracy of this, but I'm considering taking cbd supplements because it's not thc i I can't get high i just can't but cbd is a not even a high it's more of a nutrients for the body that comes from hemp the problem is we don't know a lot about it we know that it's not bad for you but we don't know if it actually works people take it for different things all the time joe rogan talks about cbd md all the time it's one of the most highly recognized cbd companies in the world It's basically like the most scientifically based, you know, like this shit somewhat works. It's expensive though. It's like $80 for a one ounce jar of droppers for bedtime and shit. And I'm like. I think at the radio station, I can get a discount on it. Really? So I'll let you know. Dude, you should. Because I've been talking to my brother and he's like. Yeah, I can hook you up. My fear, though, is he goes to these, like, really shady pot shops. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't know if that's CBD. (laughs) But, no, I've heard a lot of health experts talking about it. And a lot of wrestlers actually take CBD. Kurt Angle uses it for his joint pain. I know my ex used to use it on her back. CBD oil oil on her back. It would help her back spasms. Well, Chanel had a CBD hash pen to help her with her uh, neuropathy. It actually worked for a while, but her body developed a tolerance to yeah. it, so then it stopped. And, well, the higher level you go up, the you more expensive. Need, you need to find out what grandma and grandpa use. They've got this pink sludge mm-hmm. that when they're, like, feeling sore or something, they rub it on there, and it make and it helps a lot. Right. Like, I used to have the THC body rub, but the problem with those is it is THC. It doesn't get you a mind high because you're not smoking it, but when you put it on your arm... You clearly get, like, a body high. The problem is, is if you don't wash your hands and you start touching children or other things, dude. <laughs> like, I was at work one time and I had to use it because my back was killing me. Rubbed it up here, everything. I felt amazing within, like, two minutes. Forgot to wash my fucking hands and I'm eating. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I felt so dumb. But I shit's... swear to God. Well, it's potent because here's the thing. Um, I'm really... I'm not sure if I'm actually legally allowed to talk about this, but... Fuck it, I just won't name names. The company I work for 
is doing a thing with hopefully by the end of the year, so maybe like early January, if if not later, like February, they want to do away with following federal law on THC usage. But that being said, until then, I can't have THC in my body. That's why I won't get high and stuff like right. that because I'm not an anti-weed person. Is, all it takes is one random drug test. Yeah, dude, that's the thing. They do random. Now, in the seven years I've been there, it's only happened to me zero times. But that doesn't mean it won't, you know? And, like, I don't need to get caught self-medicating at home. Yeah. But I had talked to my boss, and he's like, yeah, we're going to try to do away with that because more and more companies are doing it now. And really, whether you like it or not, it's essentially just, like, alcohol usage. As long as it's not doing it on the job. Yeah. You're fine. But it's a gray area, too, like, you know. I'm not an anti-weed person. I actually like getting high, but being a parent, I have to be focused and alert. And again, with the job, until they do that, I can't just have THC in my body. CBD is different. They don't right. trip about that. They're like, it's just hemp oil. So yeah, I might try a CBD lifestyle. We'll see. I don't know. I know that, yeah, Kurt Angle uses it for joint pain. I don't know if you remember Rob Van Dam. He has his own CBD company now. Oh, boy. Yeah, and he's like smoking CBD all day. He's like, oh, it's great for exercise and this and that. And then, what's his name? There's another wrestler that uses it now. I can't remember the name. He's a current wrestler, but he's like, I use it for anxiety and depression. And he's like, it actually helps. So, we'll see. There's just not a lot of science behind it, though. That's the thing. I don't want to spend money into something that just may not work. Because I'd, I'd rather take medication that's cheap through insurance and it doesn't work and I go to my doctor hey I need something else right but I'm trying to get away from medication because my opinion on that stuff is yes it helps but those are designed to keep you reliant on them after a while pills just aren't good for your body but then again what is you know what I mean like I, I take Advil on a daily basis I've come to terms I'm dying before I'm 50 already I'm just oh no don't say that <laughs> I'm just it's about not about length of life. It's about quality of life. And True. with my migraines, I don't take this medicine. I'm literally, it's impossible for me to live. Well, that's how I am with um, depression medicine. I'm like, yeah, it's, I'm going to be on depression medicine my whole life. I've come to terms with that. So that is something that's going to be in my body. But if I can limit how much I'm putting in my body, like pill-wise. Oh, yeah. And get my asthma under control because if you listen to these, you can clearly hear me going. I and breath. I'm. I agree. Um, I got. I uh, got uh, prescribed some ADHD medicine. Yeah. I can't take that stuff. Oh, dude, that shit's so bad for you. Makes me feel like like a zombie. Essentially. Yeah. All of, like like I can't. Like the thing that makes me cool, like the kind of person you want to hang out with, is. My kind of loud ability to play mm. off conversations and make people laugh. Yeah. When I'm on that stuff, none of that happens. Well, it's like, it's weird because it was like Ritalin. Yes, it fixed the problem, but it made these kids super depressed because it took away their ability to access that part of their brain. Like ADD and ADHD, yeah, it's a problem. But how big of a problem is it really? Like, do you right. need to be depressed? You know what I mean? Like, they should make a medicine that can help you maintain your. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love when that shit happens to Olivia. She's like, what do I do? <laughs> it's everywhere. I'm like, oh, God. Just put the lid back on, you little twerp. I just tell her, put the whole thing in your mouth. You'll be fine. <laughs> sounds weird now that I say it like that. I'm like, just drink it. You'll be fine. Because she shakes pops. She's a little kid. She's like, Dad, can I get a pop? I'm like, oh, I guess. She goes and grabs one. 
All right, Dad. I got it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, now you're not opening it. Like, How long is the wait? I'm like, you shouldn't have shook it. I'm trying hard not to. <laughs> Fucking kids, though, man. Oh, shit, hold on one second. I gotta readjust this. We're in the in the studio with the headphones and the microphone, so he's adjusting his headphones. But yeah, uh, with the advancements of technology and motor science, as Ricky Bobby would say, I want to go fast. My thing is, man, I don't want to live forever, but I really don't want to die young either, and I don't want to be unhealthy my whole life, because I'm getting older. I'm almost 30. Yes, I'm young, but my body is starting to get to that point where it's going to be much harder for me to maintain a healthy lifestyle. When you're older, it's very hard to stay healthy. It's hard to lose weight because your body is not the same. Your body deteriorates. Right. When you're younger, it's fine. That's why people have fun when they're young. You know, they say in your 20s, you're supposed to destroy your body. When you get to 30, it's a reality check. When you're in your 40s and 50s, don't do anything stupid. Like, you, you could probably die. Like, Don't go through three tables at eight, at six, <clears> seven <throat> years old. <clears throat> Sting. <laughs> Dude, how is he doing that shit? They did a match recently. It was Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy against uh, the Butcher and the Blade. It was a table match. What the fuck, dude? Jeff Hardy. So, okay, here's the thing. This is a different type of match. In WWE table matches, you put the opponent through the table, it's over. In AEW, if it's a tag match, both opponents need to go through the table. We're at a point where it's literally just down to Matt Hardy and one guy on the other team. Jeff Hardy gets involved. Matt Hardy puts this motherfucker on the table, looks up at his brother... Jeff climbs the ladder. He jumps off and sacrifices himself to put that motherfucker through the table. And they won. I was like, wait a minute. How does that count? He's out. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then I was like, that's cool that he's doing that, but you could just see it, dude. At some point, he's going to have to stop. No, that was the, the craziest thing. I was over at your house. We were watching that thing, and Sting was wrestling. Oh and they put him through six fucking we, tables. We were dude. like, we were like, oh yeah, he's gonna put someone through a table. That'll be kind of cool. And then he laid on the table. We're like, no, he's gonna <laughs> die. He's, gonna die. he's yeah. gonna die. He's eighty. You can't do that. And he put him through the. We were like, we were both screaming. He's dead. Like, he's dead. <laughs> just gets right back up. He's like, oh my god, dude. He's still doing weird shit like that. Like it's in his contract to wrestle three times a year. And he's done more than that, for sure. Like, he's done a few things. Yeah, but there's a difference between wrestling and going through six tables at once. Yeah, like, it's obviously slower. Like, I mentioned this when I was talking about the Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens match. Yeah, it's a match, but it's going slow, because Steve Austin can only take so many hits. He gets punched, he's down for like nine minutes, gets up. (laughs) It's a slow burn. Sting is actually pretty active. I mean, obviously... If this were reality, those two young dudes are fucking him up. <laughs> There's no way around that. He could be like, I'm the immortal singer. Like, whatever, bitch. And just smack him and he'll fall. But they're putting him through tables. He's getting up, putting them through tables. And they're like, oh, I'm hurt. Oh, dude, you know what? Speaking of wrestling, I watched... Um, AEW does this every so often. It's called Battle of the Belts on Saturday. It's a pay-per-view where every champion is on the line, except for the heavyweight champion. So there's that. I watched it last night, and um, there's a wrestler who's a transgender woman. It's a man, but, you know, it's a big man. Nyla Rose, that's the wrestler's name. Oh, God. Shim is massive, dude. This poor girl that he was wrestling, it freaked me out. I was like, he is going to kill that chick. He's going to fucking murder 
that chick. Oh, yeah, that's a dude. That's a dude. You even hear the voice. It sounds like a guy. I'm like, man, you got all the workings done except for the voice aspect. And you could see your balls. Like, <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, there's no way this little tiny chick is expected to wrestle this person. But I think that regardless of whether they expect it or not, they have to do it because then they're seen as bigoted or whatever. But there's signs in the crowd all the time where it's like, Nyla Rose is a man. <laughs> you see it for a brief second, and then they remove him. It was a slow match because of the fact that, hey, that's a man and a woman. It just doesn't work. So it was boring. It was the most boring match on the fucking card. And it's the main event. I was like, that sucked. They were just doing it, though, to build up Thunder Rosa. She's the current women's heavyweight champion. She would be cool if they got rid of her fucking name and her gimmick. She has a Day of the Dead painting on her face. Yeah, like it's 17 other Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. It's old. That's the thing. Rey Mysterio made um, doing the whole luchador thing cool, but that's his thing. When a million other wrestlers do it, it's dumb. Yeah, AEW's got like seven of them. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, dude, this one makes me so fucking mad. (laughs) Dude, his name is Penta El Zadamero or whatever. I can't even say it. I don't think that's freaking appropriate in my culture. (laughs) Dude, he looks just like Rey Mysterio. I think he's trying hard to be Rey Mysterio, and I was like, just take the mask off. The only person who gets to try to be Rey Mysterio is his son. That's literally it. And you know what's fucked up is, in my opinion, that kid's career is getting dragged into the dirt because of his dad. Oh, yeah. They got to break them up. And they really got to build towards an anti-father and son relationship and do a match. Because he's always just going to be Rey Mysterio's kid. He even dresses like him. The only thing that sticks out about him is the fact that this is a Mexican kid with a mullet. (laughs) yeah dude it looks so dumb but I'm like "Ah, you can't make him anything when he's literally just walking with his dad the whole time right but I guess how else do you introduce him right it's been a year though I bet you if you asked him he'd be like they're paying me a couple a couple hundred thousand dollars a year to just to just do what I'm told to do what I'm told you could you could you could pay me do that well that's the thing dude these guys get paid decent money well in my opinion they don't get paid good money for what they're doing because like in the NFL, uh, Peyton Manning, before he retires, how much his money is he making a year? Like $9 million at least. Well, let, let's look. Like, for instance, right now, Dak Prescott makes $40 million a year. Right. These guys make $3 million. Roman Reigns makes $5 yeah, million. Yeah, but here's the thing. That's a lot. How That's... many people watched um, WrestleMania? They actually how had more people... Watched WrestleMania. Was it 36, this most recent one? I don't remember. It was a lot, though. Like, in terms of online streaming, this was the first year that they surpassed the NFL Super Bowl. I think that's because of Pat McAfee. It was WrestleMania 37. 38 is the newest one. Um, they had 1.1 billion video views for 37, right? For 37. Look at 38 because theirs was fucking intense, and I didn't think it was that good. Um, it says 37 was the one decent one. Really? What the fuck? I was just watching SmackDown, and they're like, "Oh, we had two point something billion." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Uh, one. Is this says Raider says 1.1. If I can get my internet to load, um. If you talk only live viewers, WrestleMania yeah. had 
1.1 million live viewers. Peacock. The Super Bowl had 112 million viewers. Yeah, that makes sense. The, the amount of people that watch the NFL yeah. is so much bigger than the WWE right. that there's a reason they get paid more because they bring more value to their individual. Yeah. But but in wrestling, they need to be making more than but that. But don't, don't I, I guess wrestling and football are the closest compared because they both have the same amount of... Well, they're the highest amongst other... Of damage. Yeah. You know the, who the highest paid MLB player is? Who? Um, highest paid MLB player. Let me see. I don't know who it is. Number one is Trevor Bauer. How much does he make? He makes forty million fully guaranteed a year. Shit. And see, like, I have a buddy who he doesn't like wrestling, but he won't deny the success and the hardship of it. Because he was like, dude, he was like, you know, I, I went to a wrestling event and I actually got to take a chance at taking a bump. And he's like, that ring is real, it hurts. But there's a stigma to it. But even he was like, you know, as a big fan of the UFC and the NFL and shit, those guys don't get paid shit. And I was like, yeah, the three high, million. The highest paid WWE wrestler is Brock, Brock Lesnar, and he makes two ten million a year. Right, Roman's at like five or seven, but the average wrestler makes anywhere between two hundred thousand to about two three million. AJ Styles signed a, I think a five year deal, three yeah, million. Lesnar is at eleven million. Roman Reigns is at five. Randy Orton is four point one. Seth Rollins is four. Seth Rollins makes fucking four? Four million dollars a year. He's not even like a champion or not. Well, he's a... He's, he's in my opinion, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame legacy. down the road. Yeah, he's a legacy wrestler. He is... I won't deny him that he's a good wrestler, but I'm just like... Man, I can think of many other wrestlers that are better than him. <laughs> At least currently. Uh, you know, like Cody Rhodes, when he went over to wrestling, everyone was trying to figure out how much he made. He's making like three million. I can see why he went to WWE. And left AEW. Oh, I bet you they make a plenty more money. Yeah, they do. 100%. Which is weird to me, because think of it like this. Tony Khan and his father, the owners of AEW, are richer than Vince McMahon. Billionaires, man. Fucking... Right. Like, WWE is a billion-dollar company, but they have more money net worth-wise and everything compared to Vince. Their product is cheaper. It's done cheaper. They invest into it very poorly with money. And they're slowly making build. And I, I guess it's a smart thing financially, but for a billionaire that owns the company, you would think they try to compete a little bit with WWE okay, salaries. WWE players have an annual salary, but they also receive pay-per-view appearance fees Loyalties and, and stuff, commissions yeah. from merch sales. Yeah, they make With the recent introduction of AEW, we definitely expect the WWE to increase their annual salary for mm -hmm. wrestlers. Um... Sheamus makes 1.5. He's the 10th highest. Number 9 is Dolph Ziggler makes 1.5. What the fuck? He's dumb. Number 8 is Kevin Owens at 2 million. I like Kevin Owens. He's a good wrestler. The Miz makes 2.5. He should be making more because he's a legacy wrestler. That's Becky crazy. Lynch makes 3.1. Fuck, that's a lot. Well, like I said, that's, I don't think that's a lot. But 5 is AJ Styles at 3.6. Yeah. Seth Rollins at four. Randy Orton at 4.1. Uh, 
Roman Reigns at five. Right. And Brock Lesnar at that eleven. See, Brock is a smart businessman though, because he won't do anything unless he gets paid a handsome amount, and that's what that is. But the thing is, is people always question why he hardly shows up, he hardly wrestles. He's a big attraction. Oh yeah. He comes with his price. He's like, hey, this is what I want because I'm gonna give you exactly this. And he does that. So I understand why they treat him like royalty. But yes, it does piss me off. If I was a wrestler and I'm working harder than he is, and this dude's taking home more than me and he hardly ever wrestles or ever shows up, I'd be mad as hell. Right. But he's the one that's putting the asses in seats. This last part, whatever you're looking at. Yeah, there we go. That's the whole list, so. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Well, that was fun. Uh, My stomach hurts now, actually. Those peeps really fucked me up. (laughs) Yeah, so in... in, um, the chocolate one sucked. Yeah. This, it was really not really good. The fruit punch one was, toasted it was okay. By itself it was garbage. Sour watermelon is one of the top ten worst things I've eaten Ugh. in this year. Um, The cake flavored one was flavored like marshmallows. It didn't taste yeah. like anything. And the cotton candy one while the best also just tasted like marshmallows right so those two in my opinion were the better ones i liked the chocolate pudding a whole lot more than the fruit punch and the sour watermelon but those two can go to hell i'm not eating those (laughs) matter of fact my kids are going to be eating these because i'm going to throw them away unless you want any of them no no yeah i'm going to toss them when they're sleeping um (laughs) i've got a freaking five pound container of marshmallows upstairs he's like i'll just use that the free they're the freeze-dried marshmallows you get those are the good ones i love to take a a couple and toss them in my mouth fuck yeah dude those are the good ones that's a real marshmallow (laughs) (laughs) but um shit thanks guys for listening Uh, that was fun we're gonna have to do something similar to that soon um if you'd like to listen to our backlog of episodes maybe you need to get caught up or you want to relive some funny moments yeah here soon we'll do a we will do a pizza place review. We should. We got to yeah. get a cheese pie from every single of the major places right here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, check us out at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Otherwise, we will see you folks on the next episode. Austin, buddy, I will see you on Friday. Adios.